In this episode of the PvP Bearcast, we chat about potential changes to the competitive scene in D2, how that might impact our league, some game roundups, and possible changes to next season's scheduling. PvP Bearcast, episode number seven. Holy Woo-hoo. cow, we're almost two months into this thing. I am Caveman, and I'm joined here by Scorcho. What's going on, Scorcho? Hey, how's it going? Going well. Uh, and we've got Doc Holland, the killer. Hey, how's it going, Cave? The killer. And we have the victim. We have a special guest here. He is risen from the dead. Oprah, what's going on, dude? Eyes up, Guardian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you guys don't know what we're talking about, maybe Doc would be so kind as to post a clip in the Clips channel in Discord so you can see. I think I could manage that. Yeah, we'll have to put that in there. Since we have what happened, it can't be unseen. Since we added the play of. Play of the week later on in the season. We should uh, we should add that in there for reminiscence. Sake. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't during a league match. It was in a <laughs> random pickup sweats game <laughs> night. And yeah, it's still pickups. Yeah, in the and league, I, it, it happened to be like within the first two weeks of me joining PvP Bear League, and everyone's like, "Why are you using a Sally V?" Point taken. <laughs> That's my baptism by fire. It was my very first sweat match. which makes it even better (laughs) welcome to pvp bear you get looped from 100 feet uh i'm you know i'm pretty sure that i mean i can probably go back and find the actual distance because he was right by a special box i'm pretty sure it was probably like (laughs) 25 30 meters i'd give it that yeah it was a ways it It was a ways yeah exodus top special he was by coming out from underneath bottom heavy it was was quite disgusting and uh my exact quote was after i got that kill is i had no business getting that kill i don't know what just happened because i shoot i shoot my bolts i've turned to leave and start running i probably get two or three steps and then i see a kill pop up and we weren't lagging (laughs) at all so i think i forgot how to talk to be honest i was just in (laughs) shock oh man so, Oprah, with uh, with new guests to the podcast, we always like to ask them a series of questions here. So what got you into gaming? So my introduction to gaming was playing NHL 94 on the Sega Genesis. It's a little bit older of a system, but it's not quite uh, the Nintendo level that I believe Scorcho started on. And it was one of those old-fashioned cartridges you had to blow in to get it to start because the dust would get in there. And you would just button mash, and you couldn't even see much on the screen. But uh, very competitive, <laughs> a lot of goal scoring, and uh, the introduction to modern sports gaming. Nice. What got you into Destiny? I saw it was on sale for 20 bucks at Walmart, and I was getting a little annoyed of Call of Duty because none of my friends were playing it, so I just decided to start a new game, and I'm uh, pretty happy with my choice. So you made new friends. I did. I made a few. Better friends. <laughs> yes, much better. Friends that play on dead games. Yes, Destiny. No matter what, <laughs> Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the game that supposedly died and now is back to life and died again and back to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, in this brand new game that replaced Call of Duty for you, which good choice by the way. Uh, what's your favorite class and weapon? You know what? My favorite class has to be the Bubble Titan. I love purple. Purple bubbles are kind of my thing. And uh, as far as weapons. Purple bubbles. Yeah, purple bubbles. Purple bubbles everywhere. My favorite. Purple drink. Purple drink. Purple drink. My favorite weapon is honestly the Doctrine of Passing because it just is ridiculously a bullet hose. Like, you just never run out of ammo mm-hmm. until you're at the bottom of your clip. Until you're at the bottom of your clip. Yeah. I, it just. <laughs> It's very satisfying to get a kill with it, just because it's like a chainsaw going off. Um, as far as my map, I'm going to say that my favorite map is probably Rusted, just because it allows me to mix up my weapon choice. I feel like 
that's a map that you can dictate your engagement ranges because it is so large you can get away with some of your bigger, um, harder-hitting pulse rifles like the Parthian Shot or the Chaos Dogma if you're a scout rifle enthusiast. As far as game types go, I'm going to go with Zone Control because I feel like it's the most competitive game mode that we currently have in Destiny. And seeing as I'm nice not a choice. slayer on my team, it gives me a chance to impact the game as an objective player. Nice. And then the last and obviously most important question, chicken wings, bone in or bone out? Bone in all the way because uh, if it doesn't have bones, it's not a real chicken wing. It's not a wing if it doesn't make the bird fly. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, For those of you that don't know, I live in a little neighborhood outside of Buffalo, New York, which is home of the chicken wings. So I would have probably been exiled if I made the wrong choice. The anchor bar. Mm-hmm. I've, been I've been there i've been there nice yeah i was there i was there a few years ago we went out there for like a concert um in buffalo and they were like you got to go to the anchor bar and get chicken wings so there you go i'm pretty sure that's where they were invented allegedly that's the the lore of the of the the area is yeah <laughs> that's what the locals tell me my stomach approves Dude, I love a good chicken wing. It really hits the spot. Let's get to get that right barbecue sauce too. Mm. <laughs> or yeah. is it? Or so is it? Worth. Well, Oprah, how was uh, your past week in Destiny? It's been pretty good so far. Uh, it's been filled with, I want to say, the best connections that I've had of late. I don't think I've run into too many red bars recently. Iron Banner weeks are always the worst really? for me. I, I think half the teams are always a red bar for those ones, but I hear that's just how Iron Banana goes. I've had some pretty good luck as well. I got a uh, pretty nice Imago loop. It's hot swap, rifled, and Icarus. Oh, nice. Ooh, so, that uh, is very nice. I, I may have to try to mess around with that, but uh, otherwise it's just been the typical shooting stuff and teabagging the teabaggers. Nothing too crazy. Of course. Teabagging the teabaggers. <laughs> Teabagging the teabaggers. We should add a section to the podcast of like this week's assholes. Oh, I okay. I, <laughs> like the I can add my story. In message Stellar or me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good story <laughs> for that one too. Well, you're All up right. next. Well, Tell us about your week. Uh, week wasn't too bad. Uh, had some decent success in trials this weekend. Got uh, flawless, which you know doesn't happen every weekend, but it was nice to have it happen. Uh, then, uh, what was it? Sunday night, I think it was, or Monday night. No, it was Sunday night. Uh, I happened to be just messing around on destiny, trying out, you know, some different weapons I'd picked up throughout the week. And I happened to be surfing through the discord channels I'm a part of to see, you know, what's going on. And this one guy in Dr. Lupo's discord was, I am on a nine and O card, no mercy. I'd like to try and get scarab. You don't have to be good because it can drop on a loss. I just want to, you know, play as many games as we can which was awesome because he didn't say like please be good or anything that's like yeah i'll I'll hop in and play and he picked up another guy from dr lupo's chat so our first two games we play this guardian called eclipse which i'm sure some of you have heard of and he's running a completely stacked team one guy's on a 50 win streak another guy's on a 45 and we get run we just get (laughs) stopped so we back out of matchmaking we're like all right we're gonna wait a minute or two let them match and then we're going to go play again. So we win four games in a row in a win or go home scenario. And we finally get this guy, his scarab emblem on the fourth win we had. Every game came down to pretty much round eight or round nine is when we won it. And it was awesome. He was very thankful. Gave us a lot of love in Lupo's chat. Uh, but it, it was it was really fun to help someone out with that. Which scarab did he get? Did he get the like the scarab scarab or did he get the cat one? The scarab scarab. The one nice. he wanted. He did, he didn't want the kitty cat one. He's like, I don't like that one. I like the original one. Huh. So we we got it for him. That was uh that was really fun. And I uh, definitely enjoyed that. Gotten a few pickup scrims. I played like garbage, but they were fun nonetheless. So that was a pretty good week in Destiny. Nice. Pretty good week. How about you, Cave? How was Georgia, you? What about you, dude? How'd you do? Oh, not too much this week for me, man. Just playing a bit, but actually kind of taking more time off and just hanging out around the house. Work's getting 
starting to get busy for me, so didn't play a ton through the past week. Probably play more this week, Rumble's out, so I can solo queue into that. Nice. And do my own thing. So yeah, nothing nothing too crazy. Oh, I, I did get um, a dude that told me I was a terrible human being and I lacked skill because I was using stickies, uh, which that's arguable, but also because palindrome and palindrome is, is I guess, OP. <laughs> and the ironic thing is, <clears throat> yeah, the guy who, who told me that was uh, running Twilight, also was running stickies and was running a luck in the chamber Luna. Ooh. So I found that and sidearm. Obviously, you so need good. His, uh, his loadout to be the year three meta. For yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, fair Jeez. enough. Other than that, nothing, nothing too crazy. I mean, some people just literally amaze me at the salt they can spill your way for stuff they're doing just as much. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. People get angry when they lose. Yeah, they, they really do. Cave, how was your week? Dude, mine was good. I uh, we helped one guy get to the lighthouse this weekend. That was actually really satisfying. He's never he'd never been before, and we were able to help him get there. And he uh, he was he was really grateful. It was Ooh. cool. Like he'd been trying for like a long time, and just couldn't do it. So it was cool to be able to help him finally get that. Nice. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was it. I played a lot of trials this weekend. I, I always play a lot of trials. I really enjoy trials, but it's kind of the main thing. So Yeah. Very nice, very nice. I forgot to mention my asshole story that I said I had. So this is this happened. <laughs> Sounds like a personal problem. I know, right? Does it involve chicken wings? It uh this happened two days ago. I queued into elimination just for fun because I wanted some legendary marks. And I know, right? And I, I, I queue in with a slow lore speed and we're going in there. I'm trying out weapons. You know, I got, you know, I, I started, I wanted to warm up. So I, I had my pally on, I had a shotgun on and we, you know, we wiped this one team pretty handily five, one, get a message from this one guy, you know, Oh, you're such a scrub. You're using twilight garrison on a hammer Titan with a shotgun and a pally. So for the next match, we queued against him. I switched to the vendor whale, which is the, the cave special. You guys. Oh, yeah. I switched to the whale. I switched to my X Asterisk, uh, the fusion rifle. That's the six bolt kill. The one I have, it has Icarus on it and rifled barrel, so it's really fun to use. I switched to Defender Titan with suppressor grenades, not stickies, suppressor grenades, and uh, a sword for my heavy, I believe. No exotic armor. I put my intellect all the way down. Yeah, I dropped everything as low as I could. So he couldn't call me a scrub. We wipe him 5-0. I suppress him out of both his supers. I, fu- I fusion rifled him four <laughs> times that match. And I killed him with my whale two times. And I'm like, Dude. and I, I, I messaged him afterwards. I'm like, was that a better loadout for you? And he, and he just sent me back, <laughs> fuck you, is all he sent. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a better loadout. I'll keep using that. And he left. It was amazing. I farmed like I went right after him. I ignored his teammates too. I I legitimately ran past his teammates just to go to him. <laughs> it just I try to do that kind of stuff to people a lot too. Uh, it was like, yeah, it was it was great. He was not happy with me. I yeah, it was really fun. I love it when that happens. Ugh. So, with D two coming out, the big question is: Does it have any chance to be competitive? What do you think, Scorcho? <laughs> so, yeah, I added this. And part of it is because... Uh, so, I am partly in charge of our Twitter. And uh, Triple kept asking people, like, oh, this is... Or saying, essentially, like, oh, these things are good steps for competitive. And most people are like, what are you talking about? Um I think he's maybe a little blinded by like it coming out on PC. So I figured throw my opinion out, see what you guys think. Um, so to me, I think in terms of like B2 being comp, it seems fairly clear that Bungie doesn't really have any interest in it being any kind of competitive PvP game. So 
I mean, I mean, first off, that just comes from uh, Deej and Luke both essentially saying that. Like, it's a social game and that's what they want from it. But people keep touting, like, oh, they moved to 4v4, so that, you know, that's a step in the right direction. But uh, I mean, I think that it is. Week, like after, I think the four v four is a step in the right direction. Personally, I do, I do, but I think it's like a incidental or like accidental almost. Like it benefits us, but it wasn't at all made for us. If that makes sense, yeah. Because if you listen to Deej's interview and Luke's interview, but especially Deej's, he's like the reason we moved it when they ask him like our all playlist four v four, and he's like, yeah, it was so chaotic and there was so much going on. And, like, you can just immediately get killed when you come alive. We want it to be, like, a little more manageable for players. And then he's going on on how, like, you can learn from engagements and this and that. But, like, nowhere does he say, like, it's a more competitive game mode. He basically says, like, sixes is too hard. It's people too easily kill you. So we wanted to make it, like, a little slower for you guys. Like, I think it was just they did it for, like, the average Joe and just by happenstance that's also what the competitive community wanted but i think it had like zero to do with actually trying to make the game more competitive yeah i so what do you guys i I do kind of agree with that the move to fours is seems incidental once you look at it further um i know they also kind of did it for connection purposes which i guess is a good thing yeah and that will be nice but I'm not saying it will necessarily benefit. Yeah, and, the, and the way they've looked like they've been balancing the Crucible lends it to more competitive play. Movement speed has definitely slowed down, so you're not going to have me Titan skating with my Twilight Garrison all around your face while you stand there just like, what the hell's going on? But I don't know. Without some sort of ranked playlist or... Um, some sort of progression system in the Crucible, I don't think you can truly have a competitive nature. I mean, yes, we're going to have the third parties, um, the third party applications like Guardian.gg, Destiny Tracker, etc. that will probably come up with something, but it's not quite the same. And yeah, I've got a thought on that. Yeah, go ahead. I... I think that... I think that they will end up coming out with some sort of a ranked playlist... And I think that the reason why it's not at launch is the same reason that they don't launch raids like day one of a, of a new DLC or new content. They, I think they want to give people like some time to kind of figure some stuff out before, you know, people end up just being dropped into these rank matches and have no idea what they're doing. Cause it's like, it's almost like the same thing as um, like resetting a character, like say, Say you're, you know, you're obsessed with your trial stats or whatever, and you feel like, you know, your old stats are weighing you down and they will obviously. But I think that, I think that by them not releasing it kind of like day one allows people to just figure stuff out and give them time to kind of get gear and learn the maps and learn the modes and figure the weapons out. That's that's my thought, and I think that I think that the part of the reason why maybe there's no, and maybe I'm like giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt, but I feel like the same thing kind of with private matches. Like they want people to be spending time with each other, and I think that they are kind of forcing you to do that by not allowing private matches. Like they want the community to kind of like grow organically, um, as far as like people learning to play with each other and meeting new people and stuff like that. So those are my thoughts on kind of like, yeah, but I mean, why I think that they may have decided to go the way that they have, you know, I mean, to go along with your point about the whole growing organically, like the PVP bear community, like we kind of have grown organically because of these private matches that Bungie gave us. So we can get together with people like, I've made friends with my teammates. We play together now when we have the time. Obviously, our schedules don't always line up, but I've met people through this that I would not have met through just playing in the Crucible because you really don't meet people in the Crucible. You're just there playing. Someone might send you a message. Well, I think that people... Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do agree that, like, you know, they might want you to gear up a little, but... Like, the one thing, the raids come out a little later. The other thing for that, though, is that it's, like, a light level issue as well. Whereas, like, Crucible, 
Yeah, that's not, not really that a thing. Really matters. So as as far as them delaying it, the the thing that they did mention that the uh, ranks aren't in there right now. It's something that they could like quote unquote add to the list. Um, but he's like, we know what you want for rank. You know, you want something to show off, and we'll have that for you. Like we understand. But that like sort of to me shows that they actually clearly don't understand ranked because it's not just about having like an emblem to show off and that's like exactly what luke smith said he's like we know it's just like you guys want something to show off so we'll get that in there at some point and it was like no it's it's not about just having like a number to show off it's about the playlist and the number like i could care less about having like an emblem or something saying like oh you play this playlist pretty well like it needs to be like skill based and you need to be able to see like, Oh, I'm improving. I'm getting better. My numbers increasing, my ranks increasing. Like the two go hand in hand. You can't not have like a matchmaking method of putting you with people of the same rank and, you know, ranking up. So I'm still a little worried that even whatever they do try to eventually give us is not going to be like actual ranked playlists, but we'll see. I mean, at least they, it's been brought up enough times that hopefully they're like, oh, people actually do want that. Yeah. Well, the way that I see it is by leveling the playing field across all modes, while it's not necessarily going to include Rumble at launch, it's not going to give us ranked at launch, it, it lays the groundwork for them to be able to figure out what the community wants. And while we may know what we want, we may have known for a while, and there have been some very vocal members of, we'll say like the grassroots competitive community, Bungie isn't always on top of communicating with the, I guess, more serious players. Um, yeah. And so, <laughs> nice. that's it. shown by, like, the creator of The Last Word firing the hand cannon like a scout rifle from, like, two feet away. I think that was pretty painful to watch during their uh, sandbox changes. And then you have... I would say by slowing the game down, it's almost like forcing us to play the movement style that they intended. I don't think that skating was necessarily part of. Um, it was. I don't think it was part yeah. of their intention to have the Titan be able to move that fast, and that creates a lot of balancing issues. This is just laying a groundwork. You can't really build a house on shoddy foundations. Yeah, that's very true. I do agree. I mean, I think. I think the things that they've done in making it 4v4 and in changing some of the some of the way the guns work and so forth, I do think that will lend it to be more competitive. Um, but I was talking with Ursus one night, and we sort of came to the same thing. Like, if you truly want something to be comp and you want to like support the competitive uh, scene. What's the very first thing that you have to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there has to be. You have to, to enable. Yeah, there has to be. Yeah, like the very first, the very first thing you have to have, though, if you want to have like a competitive side of the game, is you have to be able to match teams up, and we don't have that right now. So, like, that's like the absolute first integral thing you need. Like, you need that more than ranked. Mm-hmm. You need that more than any kind of like weapon balancing or anything else. You need teams to be able to match yeah. up. Yeah. And we don't have that. So, like, to me, that's kind of, like, the biggest indication that, like, they're not super concerned about it, if at all. And other games, they actually support the community directly. You know, Bungie used to be very supportive of, like, the Halo, but they haven't supported at all the competitive side here. So we'll see. But the bigger question I think that gives us, too, is I think most people lean towards, well, it's not going to be competitive at start, at the very least, and who knows if it will be. But, like, what does that mean for our league? How's that going to affect us? Well, I... So, and sort of... No, you can go. I I mean, I think to start, it's definitely going to be a little bit slower. But, you know, my fingers are crossed that while we don't have private matches, it's because we're going to have customs. And I think Cave said that a couple weeks ago or a week ago, whenever it was. I'm really holding out for that. Because then that would would definitely re-swing up the competitive community if they're not going to necessarily support a ranked playlist in game. And then, then you're going to yeah. have the leagues yeah. that like we have that, well, now you're going to rank your teams and so, and stuff of that nature. Yeah. No, I, I agree that that would be 
awesome if they, if they got two customs i would i would love that i think the entire community would, would love it and they'd be forgiven for some of the silliness yeah, here definitely yeah so and i think for us you know obviously we'll have our season here our next season is going to start very shortly we're going to finish season four very shortly and we'll end season five right before d2 starts and then we probably won't have a season you know for some amount of time again we still want to get feedback on if people would be interested in playing d1 just as like the occasional pick pick it up to complete your games or whatever but otherwise there won't be you know any kind of season thing with the only exception being if matchmaking is you know not as bad as it used to be for trying to like randomly match against other teams it used to be like that countdown and oh we got six out of six we're yeah. good we're good we're good oh those days so you know if it's that was so if painful. it's not as much of a pain as it used to be because of the, the their quote-unquote increased connection-based matchmaking this time around mm -hmm. then maybe but yeah but the one thing ursus isn't here so we can't talk about it too much the one thing we did want to say that we were working on is leaderboards for the discord so a quick shout out to shotgun academy if anyone ever visits their Discord um, in their like droid commands tab, they have some really cool stuff where they can, you can pull up your stats like your ELO, your rank, and your KD for like various playlists. We would kind of want to do something similar, but it would be um, ranks in you know uh, the playlists of D2, and then sort of our own ranking system um, based off your stats in that playlist and your wins and your losses. So essentially. We would make our, we're going to hopefully make our own ranking system for D2 when it comes out. And then we can have that along with all of everyone's leaderboard positions and ELOs and everything. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So we can sort of compete against each other within the Discord and within, you know, the greater Destiny community. So that'll give us you know, sort of something to do until we can get the, the actual league stuff figured out. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I think that's a great thing that PvP Bear offers versus a lot of other communities. Just like we've got like our internal stats, we have internal rankings. I mean, like, as far as like the one through fifty rankings, like for the for the league seasons, I think that a lot of people like that kind of stuff, and I think that that is really like a good thing. And I think that having these kind of stats like early on in this community's life cycle is is good for the longevity of the life of the of the the community as well you know what i mean like it, it keeps people's interest mm -hmm. people love stats and figuring stuff out and improving and having that kind of stuff so yeah absolutely yeah yeah absolutely I, mean, I know i don't rely too heavily on stats but it is nice to see it does it can give you some form of progression as long as you have a goal set I guess, and which which is nice. Yeah, it it feels good. It feels good to watch your numbers improve. I mean, whether they really mean anything or not, you know what I'm trying to say. Like your elo for trials or whatever. Like in the end, it means literally nothing, but it just feels good to have that kind of stuff mm -hmm. go up. I mean, it it just it just yeah. is. So yeah, and like like we mentioned last week, hopefully. Um, for potentially this next season we'll be able to incorporate the the objective stats as well potentially yeah. so that'll give the people who maybe aren't the slayers on their team but who are more objective focused it'll give them something hey look you know i got 19 crests you know i average 15 crests a game like okay I, um, you know i don't slay but i get seven zone caps every game so yeah yeah, I'm very integral to these games. Exactly. So I think that would be a cool thing. Yeah, no, finding a way to work so, those and then, would be huge. Because that'd just be another layer that yeah, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people that look at stats don't take into consideration. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, some people are so obsessed with KD that you know, everything else just sort of goes down the drain. So, which is, you know, if you're not winning, you're not playing the objective, that's, that's not that yeah, useful. Yeah, who cares it? I think another thing that's going to be important. Oh no, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, who cares if you get a five point KD if you don't win zone control? You know. Yeah, yeah. And I think another thing that's going to be important uh, in D two is you know the clan thing. So we mentioned before, uh, 
join up, join the clan. So uh, a plan sort of starting to take form um, that we're going to potentially have maybe two clans. Um, we still have to feel it out, see what people think, but sort of the greater PvP Bear Nation that everyone in the Discord is invited and encouraged and, you know, try to get as many people to join. That's sort of our, you know, our big community. It's our clan. And then, you know, we'll use that to recruit. So, you know, we'll do like the, whatever their new tool is going to be, their sort of LFG tool. We can use that to, to meet people and bring people in and so forth. And then potentially having a secondary clan and that one being more along the lines of like, you know, players that are on the pro teams get invited to that clan or something. And then that clan we can use to sort of rep us in outside tournaments and things. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So uh, people are aware of like the FARCOG tournaments. We can have sort of a smaller clan that have, if you will, the heavy hitters. And then those guys get to rep the PvP bear in like outside PvP tournaments. We can sort of work that out. So we have one clan that you know everyone can work in, and then one clan for the people who make it into say like the the pro conference. So we're still nothing set, and we want to get people's feedback. But we think that would be pretty cool, um, you know, to have to build up something maybe like the IM clan or BSK. Obviously, not quite as as crazy as those. We don't have as much recognition, but it'd be cool if we could build up a brand similar to those. And I think for for D2, it'll be important. We are building the brand, because, I mean, we've seen how the the Discord has exploded with members, and we keep adding more people. Every time I log in, I feel like I see the welcome bot come in. Welcome, so-and-so. Check out the, you know, the welcome page for all the details. So... I mean, we're we're definitely growing, and once we and once more people start to come back for D two and they see the clan the clan tag or however it's going to work in D two, you know, with that people are going to ask questions, and that's when we get to tell them, "Hey, come join us." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think that the the um the feature for uh the guided games is going to be a big a big thing that's going to help. Up everything kind of grow faster, and I know we I, we kind of talked about that a few episodes ago, but yeah, when I think that'll be when you brought that up, it. I think that that was a great idea. I think that will turn out very well for us, especially. I mean, there's a ton of good players out there who we just don't know. So the more people you get, sort of repping us, and especially there's a lot of good players who left and will come back. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think when D two comes out, that that'll be huge. Um, so, and then I guess the next thing up, uh, on the way to D2 is the beta. So, so I was going to say earlier, you know, I'm kind of giving a lot of shade to D2, but in reality, I'm very excited. Um, and I can't wait for the beta. I'm going to play it, go nuts. And then maybe there I'll get a firmer opinion, but and at, for now I'm trying to withhold judgment. As of talking of the beta, it is 26 days, 15 hours and five minutes away. Oh. For PS4, let's oh, get that man. in the sidebar. For PS4, and then add add I'm one day like, for Xbox. Now here's here's the real thing. Are you guys gonna try to like avoid you know any news or things since it comes out on the PS4 a day early, or you just don't care? No, because I'm gonna get to see it anyway. That's not, and we've we've already seen everything pretty much that the beta is gonna have, minus the few secrets. Well, they said like. Yeah, the yeah. secrets. And I mean, the... I'll be at work, so it'll be pretty easy to avoid. And we haven't seen all the classes. That's true. There's, we haven't seen the void lock yet, and and Sentinel, Sentinel are the only two we really haven't seen gameplay for. So they'll, they'll... we've seen a, we've yeah, seen a, like a so... tiny, tiny, tiny little bit. So we kind of have an idea about how they might work. Yeah, but obviously, like yeah, details and stuff are still like to be determined. But none of like the clash tree stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've seen a yeah, little. We have it's yeah, a little sentinel. Little. We've seen like no yeah. warlock, so that'll be all we know is Icor. I mean, all we know point, is Icor looks assumption. like a badass firing more than one nova bomb. So multiple right. nova bomb super. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if it's as con- if it's as concentrated as the smash, like the multiple smashes, then I'm, I think that's what we're going to see more of in line. Probably, I could. Yeah, it seems like they're going more towards. Rarely, I could easily see that, which is cool. If you have it less often, make it 
you know, a little, mm -hmm. a little different. Yeah, because I mean, the way the way it kind of looks is that so. it's going to take a lot longer for your super to charge. So you have that one moment to use as much of it as you can. So with the fact that they're now all roaming, it's not just a one-off. It's now you can get you you can guarantee yourself multiple kills with each super depending on how you use it. Yeah. 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 They're like making them more powerful. They're giving you well, I don't know about more powerful necessarily, but they're giving you more time with them because you're not going to have very much time in general because of how quickly they're gonna go away. Yeah. Or 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 how quickly they go away now, excuse me. Like you just use striker slam, you just you're done in like an instant. Whereas yeah. like, you know, you can get two you can get two, maybe three of those in a game. Whereas like now it looks like your supers really are gonna take a while to charge. So having that yeah. Having to be roaming really is going to make a big difference. And in the game type countdown, it's looking like one, maybe two supers if you're really slaying it. I yeah. think that the uh, introduction of energy weapons will definitely be exciting as far as like constantly having them. I think that while, yes, your super is more powerful, uh, counterplay comes into a factor with your weapon choice. Oh, absolutely. You may have somebody yeah. specifically loaded out with like a solar secondary. Well, sorry, solar second primary <laughs> to handle Dawnblade. You know what I mean? So, I, yeah, you're going to have more power, but you're also going to be able to counter it. Whereas I think in this meta, it's so, a little bit interesting, I'd say. Trying to counter I wish more. they had the match. Yes. I think we said that a little last week. I really wish they had the yeah. match. That would just. Uh, I think that kind of like uh, what Oprah was getting at. You know, if you matched. You had to match fire with fire and so forth. Or anything but fire. I mean, that would make the most sense. Well, yeah, kind of like how the swords fire do it now. do as much damage as Yeah, something. like the way the swords do it now. Yeah. That would, that would be a good mechanic, too. <clears throat> I think that would be neat, because then not only does, like, your weapon archetype or whatever matter, but also, like, the damage type. Give you so another reason to grind for you something. You might normally want to run, like, a hand cannon, but you're like, ah, I need something that's void. My, my hand cannon's fire. So. Yeah, it'd definitely give you another reason to grind. So keep you coming back yeah but if yeah. you start freestyling does it count as solar damage you start what you hear it <laughs> you start busting a verse oh jeez! Like in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, just, his first pun geez. i was waiting for, for it. Was like, first first drop. time on the podcast yeah. already dropping puns i like it <laughs> there he is there he is with that we'll leave on move on yes. to the league news section <laughs> <laughs> so past matches doc you want to go to those yeah so we had some matches over the last week here we had the uh lions defeating the kings after the kings came off their strong performance against the grizzlies and then the sharks also defeated the penguins now scorcho i know you were saying or you said earlier before the podcast when we were talking that you got to watch some of the lions and kings game what'd you think of it yeah dude that was a tight game that was it was intense um it went to game five so i mean anytime it goes to game five you, you know it's a good game um it was just it was it was interesting uh kings clearly struggle in the objective game modes so basically it went win loss win loss for them and then they lost game five so they won clash they won supremacy and they lost both zone control and they lost uh the second clash so i mean it was it was an intense game watching it uh i was able to watch uh maddie's stream but i mean both teams have good players both teams have good slayers and good objective guys so it was it was pretty intense nice um and then i didn't get to see the Sharks Pens game, but Cave yes, did it. So Cave, yeah, we um we actually lost to them earlier in the season, so I was a little bit nervous kind of going in, um, just because it's easy to kind of let those kind of things get get the better of you as far as like men like your mentality goes. But we were able to do pretty well. Mm -hmm. We lost the first game by like a hundred or two hundred points or. 80 points it was like i was just gonna say you dropped the first game so what were you like after <laughs> it was it was next to we lost by like next to nothing i mean 
we were actually up by like two or 300 points with about like 10 seconds left. And it was like, we had just used all of our supers to kind of like get a bunch of super kills and, and, and bring us ahead. And then they had their supers pop up and they like wiped us back with supers. And it was like, it was crazy. Um, so it was like, we were ahead. And then the last few seconds, they just were able to pull it out. It was, it was actually a really close game. Um, as you can tell, but, uh, we did really well in the next three. We won out the next three and we have, I don't, I don't know if we have lost a supremacy game all season. That's like our like bread and butter at this point. We just are very consistent with, with supremacy. So, um, I knew that, um, we would we would be making it at least four games because I was pretty confident we were going to win that, and we did. Um, obviously, that wasn't the second game; that was the third game, but it was still. Uh, it was. I was just. We, you we are right. Kinda, we can kind of. You've only. You've only dropped one supremacy game all year. Who'd we lose? Guess who it is against. <laughs> uh, you guys. Penguins. Penguins. Oh yeah. You Penguins. know what? I think they beat they us. I think they beat us three nothing actually. Um, I remember that that being a pretty pretty frustrating night. That was like really early on in the season. Um, yeah, that was very beginning. Yeah, and then we did really well for the zone control game on Burning Shrine. We've got our we've got our strategy down kind of for that, where we kind of just know it's it's more a matter of like execution than like knowing what to do um, and just like landing shots and getting kills. You know what I mean? So. Uh, then what was the, I don't even know what the last mm -hmm. game was, but we ended up I think we ended up winning three to one. But the games the games were pretty close, like from start to finish. But it was uh, it was pretty satisfying to kind of get back at them a little bit, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, always slaying good to take some, revenge. Slaying, slaying some demons, yeah. We've uh we've won games yes. where that have like really mattered. Um, because if we had lost to Penguins. And then Penguins had won their uh, following two games. We would have gone from first place to third place, and they would have bumped themselves up into um, into second. Second, yep. yeah. So mm -hmm. um, you know, we beat we beat Koalas when they were on top. They were undefeated. We beat um, we beat Grizzlies or not Grizzlies uh, Bulldogs when they were they were they hadn't really lost. I think they only lost like one game at that point or hadn't lost at all. And then uh, coming back to beat Penguins. So we were uh, we were pretty happy with how the whole thing turned out. But there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Good Better game. watch out for Bulldogs. They're going to be hungry in playoffs, man. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. I, I always say this. Right. I just hate playing them. <laughs> I just hate playing them. I think they're not going to mess around. So and that actually – that's a perfect kind of segue into the playoff sort of bracketology here. So top six will, six will make it. We know the six teams. It's going to be Sharks, Koalas, Bulldogs, Lions, Grizzlies, Penguins. The order right now is the only thing that has yet to be determined. We know top two seeds go Sharks, Koalas. And then uh, between Bulldogs, Lions, Grizzlies, Pens, that's how it is right now. But uh, Bulldogs have to play... Uh, penguins yet so depending how that game goes and then depending how unicorns who have to play pens and grizzlies go uh there could be a shake up there so it may end up uh if bulldogs win it will be them and then lions and grizzlies and then pens if bulldogs lose it will be uh lions bulldogs or sorry, it will be uh, Lions, Penguins, and then I think uh, Bulldogs, Grizzlies. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how things shake up. And then that, those four teams will play each other in the playoffs <clears throat> for the, the first round. So we'll see how it all pans out. Yeah, it should be really fun to watch. Is that is that that's planned for this weekend? I believe. So it <laughs> it was. Um, so I'm still trying to get everyone's availability. It's looking like Saturday is a bust. 
so Sunday this weekend is looking like the more likely of the days. Um, we still are trying to get confirmation from everybody. So this actually is a good spot. Quick shout out to A, the current teams. Please answer times that you're available so we can get this scheduled. Um, I don't want to. We could potentially move to the, the following weekend. I 100% won't be able to play that weekend, but I don't. I just want to get it finished. So whenever we have to do it, it's fine. Um, or the other option is if we can't do it this weekend, we could try to do it evenings you know, through the week and just split it up into two two nights. The first night is like the first two rounds or something. Um, so we could do that, but I would rather do it this weekend. And actually, with Bulldogs, they can pretty much only play weekends, so we're kind of stuck there for the playoffs. Yeah. And then also, if you're listening and you're a captain also for a team next year, please respond to my questionnaire and let me know what times you're available there. Um, so that kind of brings us up to some changes in line for next season. We got a lot of feedback for this season, some good and some constructive criticism. So one of the things is I think many of the captains are a little frustrated or sick of dealing with trying to schedule things. Um, yes. It seemed very flexible the way we had our schedule now. You can just fit your games in over the weeks, like at your own pace. But it's a pain because you have to go and ask the other captain, like, hey, what day do you think you're good? And they're like, oh, Tuesday. And you're like, okay. And then you ask your team, hey, can you play Tuesday? Yeah, okay. What time can you play? Oh, eight. And then you go, hey, is eight work for you? No. Okay, what day works? Uh, let's do Friday. And then it's just this huge hassle. And then you're doing that for every team through the course of three weeks continuously. So we're hoping that if we just say it's three nights, maybe you're you know, three times. So maybe two weekend times and one weekday time per week. And you just pick one of those nights to play your weekly matchup. So then it's sometimes flexibility hurts. Sometimes it's too much uh, flexibility and it's like, if you just have something that's a little more focused, it's a little easier to figure out. So we're going to try to see if that works this season. Yeah, yeah think... it's a lot easier to say, hey, like, you guys, are you guys good to play Tuesday or are you good to play Saturday? And you just, that's it. It's either you're good Tuesday or you're good Saturday kind of a thing. It's just narrowing it down means it, it can yeah, potentially. Yeah, so we still have flex. It can potentially be easier for scheduling because of the narrower windows that we're, we may allow teams, but. It also may suck because, like, if you have players who are, like, not available either of those days, then you're kind of like, well, so we're trying to figure out, like, a yeah. way to, to 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 make it kind of the best of both worlds. So we're still kind of like, yeah, yeah. but everybody, like, give us your feedback on that. Like, in the, in the captain's lounge especially, like, talk to your teams, be, like, representatives for your teams, find out what they want to do, and then... Um, Come to the captain's lounge and write out exactly what your team wants to do. Having to ask follow-up questions like, well, what about weekends? Or like, what about like this time? Like, find out as much information as you can so we're not having to like fish for more information. Because yeah. asking... And please remember to keep it in EST. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're trying... Yeah, yeah. Eastern we're, is what we're trying to use. I know not everyone's Eastern, but just for... Um, just for conversion yeah purposes. it just makes it a little simpler if everyone's on like the same like is the same mindset or the same same metric so yeah so yeah absolutely what you said that's a really good point if anyone has feedback uh, from any of the members of teams or the captains try to get your team's feedback and let us know and like Cave said, hopefully this can actually in some ways be a more flexible, easier thing because it's just it's much easier to get a yes, no than like a time frame from four people. So if we can just have set times, and they don't have to be like a specific time. So it doesn't have to be like a, oh, our games on our Tuesdays at 9 p.m., Saturdays at 3 and Sundays at 4. Like it can be a small window, but that way your team can you know, on a weekly basis, be like, all right, generally I'm going to try to keep my Tuesdays and like, you know, one of my weekend afternoons free that way. Yeah. Cause I know I play destiny those nights. Cause yep. one yep. person 
brought up the good the good point like you know who doesn't has never played in some sort of intramural or any kind of organized activity in real life where like you have basketball games on like tuesdays and thursday nights or like i don't know yep clarinet practice on fridays piano whatever you do in your free time like everyone's got stuff like that so why is it so hard to just set a night aside for games so hopefully like once you're in the mindset of doing that it'll be actually easier yeah and like if you guys have played in other leagues with other rules with other people's ideas they've done things differently if you think that that those ideas would be helpful for us and coming up with a solution for for what we've got um like let us know don't be shy like you're not hurting our feelings we're trying to figure this all out along with everybody else so you're not gonna like you're not gonna upset anybody and like to be honest you know us captains hate asking our teams when they're available and having to wait for everybody to get back to them and let's face it you guys hate having to get back to us so we if we can like minimize the amount of interactions as far as scheduling goes between captains and teammates like it's just it's just easier for everybody so i think that this system because what we don't want to do is what we don't want to do is lose teams or lose player interest because like they don't like the whole scheduling and trying to find times for games like because i've I've heard that from people like yeah we love playing but like the hassle is too much so we don't want that so we're trying to find the best solution we can one thing we actually discussed uh DM sort of shut it down, so I don't think we're really going to consider it. But um, instead of doing this more strict schedule was what if we just uh, kind of changed it to somewhat of a close to like a ladder format and we just had tournaments every weekend. So whatever teams can play, just play a tournament. And then every round you win is a point. So the team that wins the tournament gets the most points. And then your points seed your playoff position at the end of the year for the end of the year playoff. So that way everyone knows it's every weekend. And then it's it doesn't matter, you know, if you can play in every single tournament because your team is full of kids who don't have school, but you're not winning games, it's not really unfair. You know, whereas if you're the team that can play somewhat frequently but wins games, you kind of make it up. And then all of that just seeds the end of the season thing. So we thought, oh, that's kind of more flexible. Like, you know, some weekends you can play, some weekends you can't. You don't have to sweat it. You don't have to, like, worry about scheduling. You just play. But then there's the sort of time commitment of, like, man, we have a three-hour block if we go to the end of the tournament on a Saturday or, you know, do we not? So we think the the scheduling system will probably be a little simpler than that and hopefully have uh, more fairness to each team yeah and more interest it's easy to get discouraged having to constantly be communicating and figuring out scheduling scheduling is like the most annoying most difficult part of doing this league just because it's annoying and difficult playing is easy everybody wants to play and it's fun but scheduling is not so yeah trying to figure out ways to make that as minimal as possible so i feel like we've yeah we've beaten a dead horse with the scheduling topic we've talked about it like three weeks in a row (laughs) yeah so now you guys know it's a good thing to talk about too because we do want to improve this league going forward and the more talking points we can get out there for more feedback the better yeah yeah so with that uh close it out we actually have some questions from you guys all right thanks for uh Reply to that tweet I sent out. So we have one really good question that we're going to start with that maybe talk a little bit longer and then a few oh. uh, fun ones. Oh, you got to ease yourself in. We got to use Pankut's question. <laughs> That's true. Okay. It just it cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. That first, I'll let you read it then. You can read that first question. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it through. <laughs> All right. Would you rather be between Gal Gadot's two small toes or in her armpit? Is the first question. Oprah, we will go to you first. Gal Gadot, it's this, it's 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 Wonder Woman. Yes, I, no, we're nerds. We know who that is. 
she's so sexy. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with armpits so I could just uh, creep on her. Oh wow. Yeah, I feel like that's. I'm assuming I'm like a a little miniature person. That's that's how I'm gonna. Are we like Ant Man? Is that what we're picturing? <laughs> Ant Man. Yeah. Ant Man. Either toe jam or armpit. Yeah, like Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cave, what's your pick? I'm. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I'm 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 armpits. We we had a we had a uh, well, no, just armpits. Let's just go with that. I I probably I'll just keep my mouth shut. Oprah this is supposed to be relatively peachy. Oh my god. <laughs> Oprah's Oprah's going for cleavage. She's just gonna dive right in. Yeah, motorboat. Nah, I'm going. Uh, we're doing to- her, her small toes in my nose. You know what I mean? Are thank God I put. Thank God I put the explicit tag on this podcast when. I put it up on iTunes. Yeah, Jeez. No. parental advisory. <laughs> question. Oh my god! That question just cracked me up so bad. All right, I'm sorry. We can go to. The I have an answer yet. I got to answer this too. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Poor Doc, he gets forgotten. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I don't, yeah. I'm going for the armpit as well. More toes for me. Guiltily. Oh. Oh. I mean, I, I I deal with feet a lot in the clinic I work in right now, so I'm, I'm good with something else. Uh, okay. You have to step up. Yeah, step up exactly. The next question. We'll start with Oprah here. Boxers or briefs? Jockstraps. <laughs> uh, if I had to choose between the two, I'd definitely go boxer briefs. More versatility. Very that, true. Oh, yeah. Is that is that an option? Our boxer brief. Oh, I mean, box. Okay, never mind. Yes, says, you're right. I thought the question was boxers or briefs. Oh, I probably misread it. But it is boxers or boxer briefs. I probably misread it then. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a boxer guy. I like, um, yeah, definitely boxers. 100%. Scorcho. Depends on my outfit, bro. I'm wearing like some tighter jeans. What are you wearing right now? Mm. Khakis. Boxers. Boxers. (laughs) So I mean I'm not gonna work out in boxers though. What like what kind of sick that's true? That's very true. That? Balls slapping. That's terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. So there's there's a time and a place for everything. This is very true, and I'm a boxer briefs so guy. This gotta every all day every day all day every day. <laughs> Except when Damn. I go to bed. His sperm count is so low. Like when I when I go to bed, I wear my boxers. A liberating. So experience. someone did have actually. A very good question uh, directed to our Twitter. Open League hasn't who, been who what asked I think you guys it? intended who it to be. Who asked the question? Uh, Doc. Because uh, I, I the Google check. form does not have who uh, submitted oh, the question no. for in anonymity's sake. God, I cannot pronounce that word. Yeah, it makes sense. That's but good. All right. I can add something for there if people <laughs> want to so add it, a name for the future. Yeah, sorry. Go on. Yeah, go on, Scorcher. I interrupted you there. No, yeah, you're good. You're good. So the Open League hasn't been what I think you guys intended it to be. How will that come to a close? And what will you do to make sure the experience is better next time around? So that's a fabulous question. I sort of tried to head that up. Um, so I mentioned before, the idea with Open League was to get people into scrims and into sort of competitive destiny. So rather than just sort of bring your own team and if, you know, you were like a newer guy and had newer teammates to the competitive side of things and then you go in AM and just get roasted every game, that's sort of going to turn you off. So the idea was to draft teams and make them as fair as possible and go from there, but not have a set schedule that way. Like, you know, it's more flexible team, you know, like, like we said, scheduling is a pain. The problem is there are very few games played and because most everyone's really focused on their AM games. So the last thing they're going to try to do is like schedule a open game because it's already a pain to schedule AM games. So uh, we recognize that what we're going to do for actually the start of this next season is change things around and we're going to have set day or days where sort of the veterans of the PvP Bear community and the comp players are going to try to find essentially free agents or people who don't play as much and play with those guys and get fours going with essentially sort of a rule that you can't have more than two veterans on a team. So that way we can get 
you know, the maximum numbers of, of groups playing. A lot of times, you know, people will get on and they play with the guys that they normally play with in the evening. So we're going to try to switch that up and have like a designated night to get games in with sort of our own community and people who are maybe less involved or newer to the scene. And then, you know, they know that it's going to be numerous other people who are new. So there's, you know, no one has to worry. No one has to, you know, be afraid of you know, getting nuked or anything like that. It'll be roughly even teams and we'll get to meet a lot of the newer guys or the guys who don't get the opportunity to sweat as much. So I think that's the direction we're going to go to have it be less of a conference or division within the league and have uh, basically more of a presence with these newer guys. What do you guys think about I like that? It. I like it a lot. It's uh, yeah. I think that'll be. A, I think that'll be a good way to get people involved. Who, who, who? The scheduling is difficult. So obviously we've talked about that. So you can figure out a night. Just like pick a night of the week and then have that be basically like open scrim night where you can just come and play. It'll 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 allow players to kind of teach each other or teach like the newer players and expose people without them getting hammered. Yeah, and I think. I think that'll be part of the goal, too, is to use it as, like, a teaching moment, but, like, a very low pressure, you know? It's not going to be, like, trials where if you try to teach something during a carry, people are all, like, amped up, like, it's just fours with friends, like, no big deal. So we'll try to use it as sort of, like, a teaching-type deal, but then, you know, an opportunity to meet the people who, you know, aren't maybe in the AM conference or the pro conference or whatever. So... Hopefully people like it. Give us your feedback on that. Oprah, how do you think that'll work? I like that idea. I feel like uh, I'm trying to come up with some clever names, and you already had dropped like Fours with Friends or Friday Night Bar Fights. or. Um, uh, <laughs> I like that, Friday Night you know, Bar something, Fights. Something funny. Uh, but I think that one of the things that might be discouraging to newer players that I, I didn't necessarily feel that myself, I'm a little bit more involved at least as far as trying to join in i try to get into pickups as much as i can and it shows that i mean it really is a good group of guys a lot of the vets don't really care what your stats are they just want to make sure that you're a good player trying to learn about fours and it's a completely different beast if nobody's ever played it before and if you feel like you can't find a group to play with get a hold of any of us or any of the mods in the discord chat everybody's really friendly sometimes there's so many people in there we're you know 180 190 strong that it's hard to keep track of who keeps joining in and that's a good problem to have so just get a hold of somebody get on their list and they'll pull you in i know if i'm on and if you're alone we try to pull you guys in even now during pickups and if we have that set night of the week it feels like we definitely have the numbers to get three four lobbies going at a time and i think that this would be a good way to get that going make it more regular yeah, and I think that would be a good way as well if you've got a set night and just like everybody knows that whatever night it is is just like open pickup night. Like so if you want if you're like, you know, I haven't played fours like ever and and I and I I want to get involved but I don't want to get stomped, I don't have a team, you can be like, well, okay, like Wednesday nights they start around this time, so like I'm looking to play, so I'm going to I'm going to set aside that night. You know, I'm going to tell my my girlfriend or whatever, like I'm going to work on my homework earlier in the night so I can play that time so that people get, people can kind of plan on that. And it'll, it's, it's easier because you don't really have to necessarily sit and schedule with people. You can just be like, okay, they're playing this night. I'll hop on and say, Hey, I'm here. Pick me. Like I want to play. And then probably just get invited to a team and just start playing and learning. I think, I think that's actually a really good idea. I think it'll, I think it'll help people just kind of ease their way into into playing because it's. I mean, it is intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Like it's oh, it's yeah. intimidating. Like you're you're meeting new people you've never played with in this mode you've never done with these rule set this rule set you've never never played with, and it's fast paced and it's chaotic. I mean, it's relatively chaotic, but you know what I'm trying to say. So it's it's having having something like this where people can. They know it's going to be a more relaxed environment, and it's going to be at a specific time. I think people would probably be more open to trying to, to get their feet wet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I think, uh, 
like you said, I think Wednesdays maybe even is the the perfect night for that. So yeah, I don't know. If you're listening now, give us your feedback. Let us know, but let us know if you think that's a good idea. If that's a good replacement, uh, like we said, it's anonymous to the question submission. So if you're the person who submitted the question, how do you think of that as a replacement? Yeah, I think it'd be good too. Cause, cause I remember when I first joined in, it was I just kind of float around the Discord, be like, "Oh, we need people for us." I'm like, "Pick me," raising my hand softly from yep. the back, like maybe. Yep. <laughs> but no, it was it was a really good experience. My first night of pickup sweats. I remember playing with uh, Ursus and DM was on my team, and that was a uh, it was a really fun night. I learned quite a bit about rotation and whatnot. So it was it was definitely fun. Nice. Yeah. So we're gonna have one last question here before we close out. Uh, I think it's a it's a, one of those tough hitting ones that needs to be answered. Do you put cereal in first or milk? Cave. Uh cereal. Cereal. Definitely cereal. Scorcho. You gotta have. You gotta know. You gotta know how much milk to put in. You can't just can't it's not you can't do that you can't just put milk in and then hope that like you've got enough milk you gotta you gotta put your cereal in and then fill the bowl with milk scorcho yeah i mean that's yeah there's a, there's a right answer to this and a wrong answer <laughs> and caves on the right answer we're not this is we don't have any loomies here all right oh, yeah clearly oh, that's so funny clearly the cereal oprah are you there. on the same page as the rest of us oprah Oh, I think Oprah had to step away, but oh, yeah, yeah. Oprah's different. a little bit of a weird bird, but I don't think he's a he's a <laughs> milk before cereal. No, I, yeah, he's a chicken. He's a chicken bone in guy, so he probably puts his cereal in first too. Yeah, I, I, I don't think mm-hmm. he's a savage either. So with that, as always, yeah. you. Doc, can... what are you? Oh, what are I, you? I already said I'm on the same page as you guys. You gotta have cereal first. Oh, yeah. He's oh saying, my bad. Always Sorry. gotta have cereal first. Kill- I, I killed your outro. No, it's all good. <laughs> I didn't hear you say it. No, it's, it's all good, dude. Uh, as always, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, WordPress.com, and Archive.org by searching PVP Bearcast, all one word. Follow us on Twitter for to find out when the podcast goes live and when the polling is open to submit questions at, at PVP Bear Leagues. You can also find us on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash pvpbeartv. Uh, we, DM does a great job of broadcasting games on uh, split-screen view with one of the team's audios. The nice scoreboard up there, good overlays from Darius. Uh, always fun to watch, and we occasionally get live commentary on those, which we are working on doing some more of from your podcast crew. Uh, but more to, more to come on that later. And with that, that's going to wrap up episode seven, boys. Good job. Beautiful. That's a wrap. GG's, guys. GG's. Wouldn't it be a GP's, good podcast? GP's all around? GP's. GP's. GPs. All right. Till next week, guys. I know I'm not here next week. I'm going to be at Destiny Con. What? Yeah, buddy. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll see y'all in two weeks. For these other two guys, hopefully Ursus will be back next week. Doesn't have work bogging him down. Rest in peace, Ursus. <laughs> so we'll catch you guys all later. Have a good week in Destiny. Yeah. Have a good week, guys. Peace.